Uh, hey, everybody, I'm Ryan. I play guitar and move like creatures. Hi, I'm Nancy, and I'm the lead singer of Move Like Creatures, and we're hanging with Rob on Front Row Live. All right, guys, congratulations with the debut EP. Uh, you guys came in hot with this five-track EP. Um, your music's catchy that I gotta, I gotta say that right from the get go. Um, you know, talk to me about like coming together and like creating the, the style of music that you do, especially for this EP. Sure. Uh, well, I think we're all pretty an eclectic group of people. <laughs> we all come from super different backgrounds musically. And when we started writing, it was, you know, right when the happened. So we had plenty of time and we didn't really go into it with an idea of, Hey, we're going to make it sound like this. We just put a little piece of each of us into it and it became what it is, especially when we went into the studio. Ryan, I don't know if you have any more yeah. to add. And uh, I mean, we had some five song demos that we recorded before we went into the studio and it just like, it changed so much just once we got in the studio with Ethan and started um, working out some ideas and if you just compare like the final product to what the demo sound like it's just like night and day so it's a good experience um yeah. i'm just excited to that the music's finally released now what really kick-started that writing process for for space case i mean a lot of it was one of us would come with a, up with an idea either brian or ryan had a riff or just something simple and then i would write lyrics and melody over it but honestly a lot of lyrics and melody I'm a weirdo. I drive in silence a lot because that's when I hear my own melodies a lot of the time. So uh, for instance, with Ghost Me, I was just in my car and I think I was like upset with a friend who totally just disappeared out of nowhere. And I know it was because I was, I didn't respond right away. And I, I kind of was thinking about it in my car and the melody just popped in my head. So, I mean, there's different ways, but usually that's how the song starts. <laughs> Yeah, and I think with Space Case, that kind of started with a, a, a beat that Brian made. Um, and he was kind of inspired by some some artists that he listens to. And um, we kind of just got to, together at practice one day and kind of worked out just like a chord progression for the chorus. And Nancy just came up with a melody pretty much on the spot. Um, and and then there's this cool guitar solo at the end that I love playing, but that, that was actually kind of a credit to Brian too. We were kind of like trying to figure out how to like end the song because we had like a pretty solid like, um, verse and chorus and stuff but we weren't really sure how to end the song um, and Brian's like well how about if we just do a long solo and I'm like all right that works for me <laughs> so it's my it's my song where I get to shine a little bit at the end <laughs> I love that you guys kick-started the band with Mind Reader uh, it's such a it's super catchy like that really caught my attention um, what was the reasoning behind debuting with the single you know, I've always really loved music that was ha what I call happy sad, you know, where it sounds happy, but then you dive into the lyrics and you're like, oh, that's kind of not happy, you know? So um, I think we felt it was our most catchy and kind of combined a little bit of everything as far as directionally what we were looking to do sound wise. Um, and yeah, you know, we definitely guinea pigged it with our friends and they're like, oh yeah, this one. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different reasons we, we started with that song, but I think, I, I think it's our most catchy. Yeah, I agree. I think in the studio, kind of, we all kind of agreed on that as we were listening back to the, to the final products before we got them mixed and mastered and all that. And I was just listening to Minor and I'm like, yeah, that's a banger right there. Like <laughs> that's the catchiest one for sure. So I think we just wanted to come out with a good first impression, you know? So that was kind of the reasoning behind releasing Mind Reader first. 
And then how did you guys connect with Ethan uh, as far as production goes? And, and what was that experience like working with Ethan? Uh, Ethan's been a good friend of mine for 10 years or so. And I've worked on previous projects with him. And it was really weird because I had just started writing with them. And he had been off social media forever and like popped up again. He's like, I'm back, you know, and messaged me out of the blue, like, Hey, are you, are you still working on stuff? Like, what are you doing? And I sent him over some of the demos. He's like, all right, write five, let's get in and, and work on them. But working with him is always amazing. He's just a great person all around and he's extremely talented. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you guys, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, yeah. He definitely like, I, I give him a lot of credit for like the stuff that I ended up and like recording and writing for, for the songs. Like I was kind of uncertain on a lot of the parts that I wanted to play when we went into the studio and just getting in there and, and working with Ethan, he kind of like challenged me to like kind of improvise and write some cooler, more catchier, unique sounding guitar stuff. So I think a lot of the sound on the final product really came from, from Ethan. Ryan, did you find yourself collaborating a lot more with Melissa during this process just to kind of get the right riffs with the right drum beats? Um, I would say more, that was probably more like between, between Brian and Mel, just kind of that mm. having like that bass and, and that, and, and the drums is kind of like the rhythm section. Um, I kind of feel like guitar wise, I'm kind of like in my own little <laughs> universe. So, um, but no, definitely. Well, I mean, we all, um, you know, collaborated a lot and, and threw ideas back and forth. Um, but um, yeah, I think definitely the connection between Brian and Mel as a bass player and drummer was probably more what drives a lot of the, the music. Nancy, uh, you coming from other projects as well, like what did you do differently vocally uh, with this with this music? Well, you know, a lot of my music and my old projects were they were still pop rock ish, but they were more California reggae. Kind of. So um, I, I felt like I had a lot more freedom vocally in this one to just fully whatever was going to happen was going to happen. And whatever came out of me was what came out of me. So that's kind of how I felt it was different in this one. There wasn't a lot of opinions, really. Everyone just kind of was like, oh, yeah, you do you, girl. Like, you know? So that was cool. With these five tracks, what would you say, like, you guys felt like you really stepped out of your comfort zone and why? Well, that's a good question. I think just, like, when I went into the studio with Move Like Creatures, it was, like, the first time I had recorded with a band for, like, a really long time. And like I mentioned before, it was um, – I was kind of uncertain about a lot of the stuff I wanted to play. So just kind of like meeting Ethan for the first time and just like collaborating back and forth with somebody that you're not super familiar with yet um, was kind of stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit. And like, I ended up improvising so much stuff um, guitar wise. So that was, that was kind of um, me stepping out of my comfort zone, I would say. I, I honestly didn't feel out of comfort very much in the process. I was like, yes, I'm here. I am ready. This is what I'm, I'm supposed to be here doing. Um, but there's definitely, you know, parts where you, you stretch yourself lyrically or, or vocally. And I guess for me, just being vulnerable, since I'm the one writing the lyrics, it's kind of like, you know, just putting it all out there. So I'd say that's probably the closest to that, that I would... I could relate to. <laughs> and you really do put it all out there, especially uh, on topics like mental health. So when you started writing that, was that something that you felt was easy to come out uh, of you? Or was that something that you kind of had to work on before you got to the recording process? You know, I'm, 
I'm really a big believer in any secrets you hold have power over you. So I'm very much an open book, especially when it comes to mental health and just experience in life as a whole, because I feel like the more open you are, the more you hear about other people and they're in the same boat as you. And then you feel less crazy. So I feel, um, it's, it wasn't hard for me to be open because it's kind of how I am. I just kind of roll in. I'm like, here's all my cards, guys. You want to hang, you know? So, uh, I, I've had a good experience of being an open person. So it was, it was a good experience. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, congratulations with this EP and, uh, looking forward to catching up with you guys again soon. Yeah. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.